here's the situation. You and I are going to draft baseball players to put together the best all-time baseball team. Here's the catch, though. We each, instead of drafting individual players, draft a set of initials. And we only get 10 sets of initials each. Oh, my. Oh, my word. This, this, this might take some time, Rush. It will. I'm TJ Jagodowski. I'm Rush Howell. And this is Here's the Situation. This is a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And this week's uh, theme is Alphabet Suit. Alphabet S-U-I-T. And uh, if you did not listen to last week and are just tuned into this one, uh, Rush and I record in Illinois, a state that is currently in the uh, eh, shelter-in-place genre of uh, of uh, orders, of, of, of quarantine. Um, so uh, Rush and I are doing this um, remotely, or I'm, I'm in my house. Rush is not in my house. And so if Rush sounds a little different, that is, uh, that is why. Shall we start, Rush? Yes, sir. All right. Here's the situation. I'm guessing, Rush, um, you, you spoke once before that um, numbers have a bit of uh, personality for you, that you have a, you know feelings associated with certain numbers. And, uh, and I'm guessing maybe or maybe not, there's some similar sort of feel with letters. So I am okay. um, going to ask you some questions that I want you to answer um, with which letters you would choose given these, these particular situations. Okay. Great. All right. So, Rush, from the alphabet, give me a couple of lookers and give me a couple of real uggos. So, I, I think I kind of like an S. Hmm. To me, just about like the nice curves of an S. I, I for kind of like a fancy, like a just a attractive, you know, fancy folk uh, is like the cursive Q. Just seems sure. like there's a lot of work that goes into that one. <laughs> so, I'm going to throw in the Q. Um, and then I, there's something just about the the simple, straightforward, and and maybe it's just because of you know it is an A uh-huh. that I say the A. Okay, great. I think when I'm thinking about like some uggos, um, boy, I, you know I don't like I don't like an M and a W. It's just too much going on. Same person. I mean, they're they're really the same person, right? Yeah, and it's just it's there's there's I don't know. It's like too wide. There's too many lines. Okay. Uh, a K is a little too harsh. Um. Yeah, I'd say those are the ones that that jump off uh, the page to me. Is, okay. Uh, don't uh, love them. Great, um, Rush. You're a carpenter, and you need to pick a hammer. Which letter is your number one tool? Give me a T. Okay, fine. That's a fine. That's a that's an all purpose. That's an all purpose letter. Um, you got to make a meal of a letter. Which one do you eat? Oh, I think I. Some of the, I think I'm gonna eat the O. Okay, nice. <laughs> I I can see that makes sense. <laughs> um, Rush, which letter is trying to kill you? Oh, ah, uh, boy, there are a few. I think the K is after me. <laughs> okay, uh, sounds like the feelings mutual on that one. Yeah, yeah, the K and I don't get along. Uh, oh, I feel like a P, maybe coming at me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's go with the K is the first one that comes to mind. All right, Rush, which um, letter, and maybe this comes from your list of like hot, hot, hot to trot letters. Um, which letter would you uh, uh, totally make out with? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to stick with the S. I just, uh, yeah, I'm going to say the S. All right. Um, which letter would you follow into battle? I I I I kind of want to say G, but I think I'm that's like literal because it's for general. Okay. <laughs> because I'm got a G. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of back to the T. The T just has like a strength to it. Yeah. I really feel like the T is kind of. It's a sturdy uh, simplicity to the T, you know. Yeah. I I mean, uh, like I could also an A and R. Okay. Those are all ones I could I could uh, like I go to fight with. And uh, last one for this one, uh, Rush. Which letter would you just like some quiet time at home with? And don't and don't pick that S because that's not going to be quiet time. That's going to be that's going to be uh, sexy H. time. The H. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Great. Thank you very much. Oh no, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, all right. <laughs> so we are in alphabet suit. Suit. I'm yep. gonna come back. I got a big letter one that it's gonna take a while, but I'm gonna come back to that. All right. Do a quick hitter first. Okay. So TJ. Yes. Uh, here's the situation. Um, you are uh, you, you're at a movie studio where uh, you got to come up with shorthand for certain types of bad guys. Okay. Okay. And. So there's one, and they're like, here's the example that, that, that we, we were using, and then we want you to kind of apply to different type of bad guys. But a suit is a name that people use as a pejorative term for a bad guy who's corporate, unthinking, uncreative. You know, you got to deal with the suits. Mm-hmm. They're a problem. They're, they're often antagonists in, in all sorts of movies, everywhere from uh, Howard Stern and Goodwill, uh, not Goodwill, Good Morning Vietnam, you know, those radio movies to uh, any number of corporate espionage or, you know, type of movies. Or just so, our hero is a blue-collar hero, and we don't like we don't like our, our guy having to listen to the suits. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we want you to come up with, a, a you know, an, a nickname for these other kind of fairly typical antagonists. Okay. All right? Uh, so he, here's one that we see in, in movie after movie, you know, TV show after TV show. The high school jock mm-hmm. who's a talented athlete but who is crass, selfish, ultimately unfaithful, uh, and just an all-around kind of bad guy. What are we going to call that type of bad guy? Uh, you know, jock doesn't just seem like good enough on its own. We want we want something new that we can call those type of bad guys. He's a delt. All right. I love it. Yeah. So kind of got like a feel like a fraternity. Fraternity. Like a Deltoid muscle, yep, yeah, and yeah, and it just sounds like delts have everything just given to them. They feel like privileged and easy, and that no one likes a delt. And somebody like one one of these movies will be able to do the hey, whoever smelt it, delt it. All right, that's great. You you got it exactly. Uh, this is what we want. So next one is like one of the, a super villain. Okay. Who, who legitimately believes that they are actually helping humanity by causing destruction. So maybe they think they're purging the sins. Maybe they think they're limiting, you know, population or decay or whatever else. But it's like a, a pretty classic trope in the supervillain uh, world where you have, you have a villain who's, you know, thinks that they have good intentions but are causing massive harm to humanity. He's a legna. A 
Legna. It's Angel backwards. Ooh. He thinks he's doing good, but he's got it all wrong. Wow. That's way better than Elgna, which would be an Angel backwards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Legna. I love it. Yeah. Or uh, like Thanos is a Legna. There's, but there's many Legnas throughout uh, throughout superhero movies. Okay. Um, lastly, give me, we got a next door neighbor type who's actually the one masterminding the uh, the evil plot that they're pretending all along to be helping the protagonist solve. Right. right. So it's the it's the the good guy turned ultimate bad guy mastermind kind of in the end. Um, what, what do we want to call a guy, you know, a villain like that? Yeah, I want just a name. For this one, I want a name. I'm trying to think of a classic, like, not like a, a Flanders, maybe a Wilson or something like, what's that? I was thinking about Flanders, too. I mean, maybe you could do a play off of that. Yeah, or like a Wilson, you know. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what the lady's name was in 227, who was always leaning out her, her window. Played by Jack A or No, it was an older lady, I think, who was like who would lean, you know, like I'm trying to think of her name. Or just a classic next door neighbor name, like oh, it's Mrs. Crothers or you know, or Oh, how about a um if the Wilsons were our hero, um uh, Mr. Wilson was next door to Dennis the Menace, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll call him a Dennis. Okay. I don't know if that has the pop. Hold on. I want to... Wilson, is there a way to turn Wilson into something evil? Wilson won't... I like where you're going with like a a little bit of a pun off like a Ned Flanders. Right. um, Dead Flanders? Dead Flanders. Flim Flanders? Um, Beth would know that lady's name. Um, <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Um, for now, uh, crud. I I don't want to waste too much time. That's where I'm going. I'll I'll come up. I'll come up with that name. But it's just gonna it's gonna be like a a classic next door neighbor name or someone that was a classic next door next door uh, neighbor. Yeah. Hey, and if you're listening and you have an idea for that, because I think you nailed it on the leg now, and I think you nailed it on the delt. But if you got, if a listener's got an idea for that person, you know, that you think they're a good guy helping you out the whole time, turns out, no, 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 they were on the, you know, it's like they're like the Scooby Doo villain a little bit, right? I have a feeling this two two seven lady is going to be the right. It might be the right name for this, um, but well, well, I'll have to let it go for now. All right. Good stuff. All right. Um, okay, Rush. Here we go. Um, so alphabet suit. You know, as always, we we come up with the pun and then go right back to the to the the thing that it's a it's a pun of. So it made me think of alphabet soup. Um, and when when my ma was was running the shop, was running the the health center on Forty Nine Elmwood Ave, we kind of classically, anytime we were sick, had um, um, ginger ale with all the bubbles uh, swirled out and like saltine crackers. Oh, yeah. So here's the situation, Rush. Um, what where we were frequently, you know, prescribed that by our by our in home medical professional. What were some household cures or remedies in the Howell Disease Center? Do you still do any of those? And are there any things? Uh, are there anything that um, things or whatever that you do 
or eat that you're convinced helps, even if there's no real good reason to believe that it it benefits your overall health. Uh, yeah, you, you probably you've come to the wrong person on that one. Um, <laughs> my mom has a few like she she believes in the she does this like Australian dream cream that she puts on. <laughs> Go tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about. I don't know. It's supposed to help with like, I mean, she's always trying to get me any injury. It's like, put on the Australian dream. It's like, uh, it's going to work. But it's, so I, it's just like a cream you put on at, for joint pain and arthritis. And Okay. It's not a home concoction. No. Okay. No. no. Uh, but there's, um, I, I, you know, we, she didn't like make stuff on her own i mean honestly the one that has stuck with me is the saltines and ginger ale Uh we did that too and uh so is that universal i guess so okay you know so when i'm driving okay i i hate to put on the top speed windshield wiper wiping Uh okay because once i do i can't go any higher and then i start to get Uh nervous that i can't go any higher right because the rain's coming down so hard and so I always like to have a little bit left in the in the bag or in the can or whatever the right metaphor is, right? I do that exactly as the Chicago winter starts to get colder and colder. I don't I don't pull out like my heaviest jacket until like January. Yeah. I, I want to give myself one more, like you said, one more notch. See, I often don't ever pull out the the very heaviest jacket. I, I just like to always have a little something in reserve. And so uh, saltines and ginger ale is that for me on like a really bad stomach egg, stomach virus or a hangover. Like if I if I'm going to the saltines and ginger ale, it means I've I've you're down for the count. This is a big problem. (laughs) I got to I got to take aggressive measures. But she made us drink like castor oil and other things that I don't think work at all. That's Um, real old school. Yeah, I mean, we had you know you had you had to drink some stuff that was gross, um, but we really didn't do we we didn't have too much in the way of like home remedies. And I am a like I don't I, I should probably take like way more pills than I do, but I like it's hard for me. I people have to remind me to take Advil and stuff like that when I'm when I have like a tennis injury. They'll be like, "Why don't you take some Advil, you idiot?" And I'm like, "Oh right, yeah." <laughs> But I, I just hardly ever do any sort of self medication. I when I, I knew I was starting to feel better, um, or when my when like when you're a kid and you just don't wanna you don't wanna eat anything and your mom's like, What what if anything would you eat? You know? It was weird because it, it probably wasn't great for my stomach, but the thing I had the desire to eat or was the only thing I wanted to eat was something with tomato. Like it was, it was like spaghetti sauce or tomato soup or tomatoes sounded like the right thing. And she was like, you sure tea? That's a lot of like acid. That's not really easy on the stomach. It was like, I don't, I don't know my, when I imagine anything else right now, I think I'm going to puke. But for some reason that sounds real, real good to me right now. Um, yeah, we would just do the classics, you know, like chicken soup. Uh-huh. Uh, I probably had grilled cheeses more often than I should, you know, when I was when I was feeling bad because that cheese isn't helping. But like, you were having that every day to be who are we okay. trying to who who are we yeah. trying to kid here, Rush? You were having open face cheese grilled cheeses every morning for breakfast. 
Those were the days, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, I miss it. I miss it. All right. Uh, is anything else on that one? No, that was it. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So TJ, uh, this is going to be a long one. So we may even break it up into two and get, or maybe you'll do two situations after this one. I, I, I'm just warning you in advance. It's a long one, but I'm interested in it. Okay. I was talking with Andy Sinclair. I was trying to come up with one for this week. He gave a couple ideas and one of them just got me thinking about like alphabet and what, what you kind of, which, which letters you like the most and everything. Okay. And then I started thinking about like the um, the uh, the alphabet code that's used, like the Alpha Bravo Charlie okay. uh, code, and the origination of that. And you know, it came together because uh, it originally it was slight, a slightly different set of words, but it was it was uh, British military, and the words were chosen because they were basically. Uh, very difficult to confuse with, with another words. word with that letter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and they were also like, uh, you know, uh, uh, phonetically uh, appropriate for each letter, but, but, you know, they, like then, tango then, or Romeo. Then it goes to, uh, yeah, Foxtrot, Yankee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then it goes to NATO and they had certain, words that they had to remove because for the uh, other nations it was harder to say or they would be more easily confused. So when they changed from just British to NATO, uh, several of the words changed, several of them stayed uh, together. Okay. But it's like, you know, this important alphabet uh, for that reason. And so uh, the the situation for you is, is it's different from that, but it just got me thinking. And it, uh, it's going to be uh, what I want you to do is come up with like the meaningful alphabet for TJ. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to give you, so you don't have to feel bad about it. You know, when you later are like, Oh my God, I can't believe I, I didn't say Beth for B. You know, right. But I want is you to pick something. Thanks for that one, by the way. Yes. (laughs) I want you to pick something that's like unquestionably meaningful, powerful to you that comes to mind. Uh, right off the bat, and we're just going to go through the alphabet and see on a first cut what are the what are the things for TJ that uh, that that are you know kind of most meaningful to you, or just for whatever reason are the things you most associate uh, with each letter, if that makes sense. Okay. All righty. So we're going to start. Uh, we'll kick it off from the beginning, and let's go with A. Anagram. Why do you think that jumps to mind? Um, because I like puzzles and and like cryptic things, and um, I would do this long, long puzzle that would take had like eighty parts and would take forever, and there was always a heavy anagram part to it. Um, I like um it being mixed up, but it being in there somewhere all seems to make some kind of personal sense to me. B. Uh, that's, you know, that's a tough one. It's Beth, Boston, baked goods. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot in there. We'll go with Beth for that one. A powerful letter, a, a, a critical letter. A lot for, of, for a lot of good stuff. All right. Uh, K. K. Hmm. And move around so that, you, you know, it keeps you jumping from thing to thing. Kleptomaniac. Wow. 
I, what, what do you think makes that important? Why is that important in TJ's life? I don't steal. Uh, I haven't since I was a, a little, little kid, I think. Not not necessarily true, but um, uh, it speaks. I think it speaks to my love of words and love of etymology. And I think most of these, other than maybe, or I'm I'm also trying to keep in the back of my head that they're also um, uh, NATO NATO um, alphabet style, not really confu- easily confused with other words that start with this letter. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, give me your P. P. Um, what's strong in my life with P? Um, go back to it real quick. I don't want to take too much time. S. Just what's that? S. S. Socks. All right. Yeah, you're a big fan of socks. Yeah. As am I. <laughs> uh, M. M. Mm. This is this is tough to kind of try and cycle through all the you know like all the possible words to come up with something that's red that resonates well. Um, I, I, I did it practice on myself. It's not easy. No, and, and it is like even with like I you know would absolutely reserve the right to change to to change any of these. Um, Maureen, that's my mother's name. Very important person in my life. That's a good M word. So for me, I'd be curious as to this one. So for me, my M was mom and my D was dad, which I associated with them more than their first names. Yeah. Uh, so interesting that you you go with the first name there as opposed to ma or mom. Any any thoughts as to why that would be? Just more um, non confusable with other M other M words. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Better for the Alpha Bravo. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we've done. We're going to come back to P. You got one for P? Not just yet. Okay. So what I, what I'm going to do now is open it up. So you give me ones that would fit into any letter that we haven't hit yet. You you obviously aren't going to be able to remember all of them, and then I'll cover off the ones that you don't get to. For T, I'm going to take my brother's name, Troy. Okay, great. For J, I'm definitely going to go with Josie. All right, over Jagodowski. Yep. Yeah, Jagged, it's, it's. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Having to learn how to spell that out every time you wanna, you wanna. Did you like having the last name Jagodowski at any point in your life, or? Oh, always did and still do. Yeah, yeah, always did and still do. Why would you say you wouldn't wish it? I, see, I, see, I wouldn't wish it on the general alphabet using public to have to like uh, Jagodowski anagram Beth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh. Other th- uh, other thing I'm really really proud of my H would be Holyoke my hometown, nice, and C would be Cookie very important in my in my life. You and the Cookie Monster, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and that's good enough for me. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, R would be Red Sox. Okay. And How about Y? <laughs> you know I won't. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're changing this alphabet for a reason, right? It, it was it was probably because why was Yankee that we're changing this thing to be to begin uh, with. Now you have Red Sox and no Yankee, and uh, <laughs> it's pretty damn good. For that change alone, this has been a this has been a great moment that you get to redo the. Uh... Why will be Yaz for two reasons? 
not only was he a great Red Sox, it's a really it's a really fun band from that time that typifies uh, the sound of a lot of the music that I like. Uh, in in England, they were known as Yazoo, but they came to America, or when Americans refer to them, they call them Yaz. Great. So the NATO version is Yaz. The <laughs> right. version is Yaz. Uh, what do you got in the F column? F. Um, uh, F. Oh, V is going to be vegetables. And G, did I do G yet? G will be garden. Both okay. of those I like. W will be walking. Nice. Um, and you asked me about what? I'm sorry, F? F. F. Um, fry pan. I saute a lot of, I saute a lot of veggies. I thought we might get Witcher on the <laughs> W. Oh. I think walking is better. E, e will be elephant. Can't jump. Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. You're you're welcome to jump around the alphabet. I thought thought you were saying I can't jump uh, jump around the alphabet. Uh, But yeah, I love, man, do I love an elephant. My grandfather, my Polish grandfather, my Jaju, um, he looked, who was a very dear, dear man, um, had deep set, deep set eyes that always look like an elephant's eyes to me. So that has a double, a double resonance for me that, uh, animals and my grandfather. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and will be Nana. Okay. Man, did I love her. And her first name was Kay. Her first name was what? She went by Kay. Okay. Got it. Uh, but we've got kleptomaniac. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, as long as we got Nana in there somewhere. Yep. Uh, Oh, M's going to be Massachusetts, man. You got Marine. What's that? Oh, right. Yep. Most days. Actually, change it to Mo. I never call my mom Maureen. I call her Mo. Very good. Mo. Uh, How about you? You. How about you? Um, Oh, there's so many. Man, there's not only so many words, but then there's so many, like, un. You can, you know, like, you can un any word you want to on that. Um... Un... It feels like it's going to be an un. Mm, we might have to come back. Okay. Uh, I. I. Um. Yeah. Illinois. We'll go with Illinois. I've I've lived here. Lived here longer than I have lived anywhere else. Even though I always, you know, when I say home, I often am referring to Holyoke, Massachusetts. I've lived in Illinois for an awful long time now. Oh, that over improv in the I slot. Ah, uh, yeah, boy, yeah. Good call. Good call on that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came up first. Um, yeah, we, we got a bunch of them done. We got we that floating pee. We're going to come back to that pee. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. Uh, any thoughts on, uh, we have Red Sox for the R and Sox for the S. Yeah, like, I know. You go Syracuse there. I mean, like, <laughs> it's a little tough to have Red Sox and Sox. Yeah, I don't like. I, I actually thank you for that because I, I wasn't in love with just Sox on that. So yeah, we'll, that's a good call. We'll go Syracuse there. That's that's smart. Uh, we got an X. Yeah, we do. Um, what did what did all the kid what did all the kids books do with like where you had Adam and had to have an animal for every every letter? What did all the kids books do for X? I, I don't know X rays. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's almost always X-ray. Because I know like xylophone was was one of the big one. X-ray xylophone. Um, I can't remember what they did for animals. Xylophone is like a terrible way to teach kids the letter X. Wrong sound. Did they just do like ox and put the little O in a big X or something like that? 
Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe. It could be it. Xanthum gum? X is a tough one. That's what you're doing? Xanthum? Uh, man, I, I don't know. There's no there's no good choices there. Or very few. Yeah. It's a, it's a cold letter. Uh, L. L. First thing that comes to mind, and I, man, I, I love the state of Louisiana. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Louisiana. I love Louisiana. You got to spell like like it's going to be tough. Louisiana, <laughs> Illinois, <laughs> kleptomaniac. <laughs> that's a lot of syllables, but that's all right. Uh, Q. Q. Uh, as I've gotten older, I've gotten a, a deeper appreciation for quiet. Ooh, I love that, dude. I, Q was actually, it was funny for me, X was impossible, and Q I had two. Uh, I was in an improv group called Quipfire in college. <laughs> Terrible name, but that was like what where I got into doing any improv, so that was very meaningful. And then uh, the first, like, uh, I played this game called Questron when I was in like fifth grade. That was a, a game changer for me. It was where I was like started to enjoy the concept of kind of like open world, even though it wasn't obviously truly open world, but like a, a bigger RPG that was a meaningful game for me. Questron. I have my P. What do you got? Puzzle. Oh, nice. And that's a good that's a good one for the uh, uh, for the CB. Yeah. Uh, we only have four remaining. Is that right? Uh, Hit me with them. D O U N Z. Dad. Good. O N U U umpire. Nice. Oh. Um. Z, hmm, I don't want to go with zoo. I don't want zebra, no. Um, o and Z, how about it? Um, oh. We can just, we can just break those two off, call it Oz. And <laughs> right. <laughs> skip the land of Oz, never to be used. All right. Uh, let's go omnivore for O. A little nod to my uh, my life with with food, and we'll go with zebra as opposed to zoo for for Z. Great, that's that's the TJ's uh, alphabet. Not uh, easy, man. Good job, listeners. To you know, go through that exercise with yourself. Kind of interesting. It was kind of fun for me to to look through it. Obviously, like you're not gonna you're not gonna hit it perfect on the first run through, but it is interesting what things kind of. Yeah, most I, I think most of the things that are important to me are 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 reflected here. I think one of the things and Z would probably be perfect for this if I had a, a better memory for them. That's so wide open to a character from one of these like sci-fi fantasy books that I really like. That that I think that's one of the few like I don't know if I have a nod anywhere in here to literature or you know my my love of, of, of reading and specifically that genre. So I know I have that, that would be a gap that I don't have represented yeah. there. How do you pronounce the name of the main character in uh, the Rothfuss books? Um, I, I thought you were going to ask about Geralt. Um, <laughs> how do you, how do you, I, I mean, I've never like gone online or anything. I don't even kind of want to know, I guess, but I, I mean, to me, I, I don't really, it's like Kavothi. Yeah, which is obviously not the way it's probably supposed to be said. Yeah, I think I, 
I think I tried the first few times. You know how like you kind of hear your voice in your head going real fast when you when you read. You know, I don't know if you do, but I kind of hear my voice going through. I think I think I was saying kvoth for a while and then just skipped it and was like, you know, in your head you were like main character and keep on going. Yeah, I think in my head it's just like K. Yeah, just, <laughs> or like very fast. I'm like. Fuff. <laughs> Each time you're like, hey, each time you get that name, you're like, we know what we're talking about, right? Okay, uh, went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, that was a long one, but I enjoyed it. So thank, thank you, pal. You. That was meaty. Um, would you like... Okay, I'm going to save that one for last. So how about this, Rush? Here's the situation. And I think we mentioned last week how I found, like, as I was writing these, they were all tinged with the, like, reality of COVID-19. So, yeah. so it touches this only in a detail. But here's the situation, Rush. Northern Italy is all better and open for travel. You decide you're going to fly to Milan to inject some dough into the local businesses by buying a custom suit. You ask around for the finest tailor in town, and they direct you to a tiny shop off the Corso Magenta. I looked up Milan and uh, and, and picked a street, so that's that is uh, is going. Sounds right, Corso Magenta. I'm guessing that's like Red Street, or uh, I guess it's, you know if it is the color, but great garment area. You walk in and ask for a suit, and the little man there has a few questions for you about your 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 custom garment. Okay, great. He first says, "What color fabric?" I'm I'm buying a custom suit from Italy. Yeah, from Milan. Uh, I want. I'm. Uh, oh boy, I'm. I would love to have two, but <laughs> if I if I'm stuck with just one, I want a. Give me a dark gray. Okay. And he says, uh, I'm, I'm halfway between committing to this voice and not. Like, you know, I just don't want to do a... <laughs> you know, what do you want to wear it for? You want it for a works? Uh, you want it for a wedding? Well, what are you going to use it for? Look, if I'm getting one super special, uh, fancy Italian suit, I want it to be for social events like uh, weddings and so forth. Ah, that's a perfect. He said, now to, and now there's a little twinkle in his eye rush. He goes, I can make it a coat or the pants automatically adjust to fit in case you change a size. Oh, wow. Which that's one? Great. The coat or the pants? Coat. Bad. Bon. <laughs> um... What's this? If oh, he says if you use if you're going to use this for uh, social gatherings, the suit can make you better at a small talk or a recreational dancing. Which one do you want me to make you help with? Recreational dancing. Okay, great. He goes if you end up wearing this to work, the suit will uh, magically oh oh yeah for magically upgrade your plane for travel. Or your hotel room for travel? Uh, I'll take the upgrade on the flight. Okay, perfect. Is if perfetto, 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 he says. If you are waked, let's say, you, uh, oh, unfortunately, you die. You're going to get waked out in this suit. I can make it so you have a 25% chance of coming back to life just fine for one year. Okay. But I don't know when it's going to kick in. You want me to do that, or you want me not to do that? Like, it could kick in like a thousand years later? Maybe. Maybe, you know, most likely within within like one or two days. But you could be buried, 
You could be in the, you know, in the funeral home. Uh, what do you want? You want me to do it? This is a fascinating question, right? Because in a way, like this is the bargain we all already have, mm -hmm. you know, because the, cause the scary thing is, you know, you're, you're going to die in one year. Yeah. And so you might say, oh my gosh, do I even want to come back when, because it's going to be so rough to know that I, I only have a year uh, from when I come back. But at the same time, we're all like inhabiting this, this orb where we know we're going to die, um, you know, within whatever, 70 to a hundred years or whatever. And, and we, we, we're still okay with that like uh, situation for the most part. So absolutely. Okay. I'll, I'll come clawing my way out of the thing <laughs> one in one, four times. I get one more year. I'm, I'm in. Okay. I'll do it for you. And now this one, what's that? This is a great suit. It's a good suit. It's a, it's a middle, it's a, it's a Corso Magenta Milan suit. Uh, just two more questions for you. Hey, if you uh, wear this to someone else's wake or funeral, I can make it so guarantee you do not cry. You want me to make it like that or you want to maybe cry if you want to? I don't want that. You don't want that? No, thank you. I really, really love the suit, but I don't need that option. I I'm, appreciate it. I'm not going to put it in there. Last question. Some may consider it the toughest. Vest or no? <laughs> no. No, no vest. vest. Okay, great. Two-piece suit. Yeah, two-piece. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, now, I would also like one that's uh, kind of a, a blue. Okay. Like a little bit of a dark blue, like a kind of, you know, so I'll come back and get that at some point. No problem. No magic with that one. Once I measure off for this one, I can whip out two. No problem. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I can't wait to get that suit. It's a good suit. Oh, man. Um, all right. I'm going to do one. Uh, all right. Here's the situation. Yeah. You are going back to, uh, let's call it seven-year-old TJ. Okay. You're going to say uh, there's there's a few things that you're going to learn in the future uh, over the course of your elementary school, junior high, and high school that are going to be a total waste of your time. So don't don't. Don't worry about them whatsoever. One of them that comes to mind for me is cursive. Like, did you learn how to write cursive? Oh yeah, from oh yeah, yep. And how often do you employ that now? Uh, I will show you on Zoom my written notes for, and I do this every single every single week. I use cursive all the time. This is two pages, you know, yeah. almost three pages of full out full out cursive writing. A lot of people, and I, and I knew that because I've seen you do that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people would say cursive is a waste of time, but not for you. You've, you've continued to employ cursive. I love it. I take great pride in it as well. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and the handwriting is pretty good. Yeah, I do. Have, I, you know, from, from fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade on, it was all, all Catholic school. But even before that, in, in, uh, in uh, public school, not, not having nuns looking over my shoulder, I still took took diligence in my uh in my handwriting i i was never great on the penmanship i was always like uh we we had the egsn grading scale in in elementary school you could get excellent oh, good, good satisfactory uh, satisfactory or not, not satisfactory. satisfactory right and i would typically get two s's 
every year, and they were in conduct and penmanship. <laughs> you can live with you can live with those. Yeah, hey. those are the uh, slots to get S's in if you're gonna, you know. Yeah, I was. I would just. I like to to cause trouble. Um. So, get, what are the three things you tell little TJ? Hey, you're gonna you're gonna get like you're gonna have to spend a fair amount of time learning this. It could be inside of school, could be outside of school. But three things that you're gonna spend a fair amount of time like training or learning that are just a waste of time, and try to kind of avoid those and focus on some other stuff. Right. Um, well, from uh, from around that age, I had religion class. Uh, I you can you can you can not pay attention to that one. Okay. At 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 all. Um. It. it like sooner this is and should it be around that age appropriate okay oh buddy 18 you're gonna tank when this when this does come and don't worry about it pay zero attention in trig class okay trigonometry not important the rest of your life that's sine cosine tangent all that yeah is that do i even have the name right for what that oh don't bother um you're you're also Sidebar, not going to ever have to prove congruent triangles again. So side, angle, side, angle, side, angle, hypotenuse leg. You can disregard that too. But geometry class is more fun because you get a you get a, a compass and you get to like draw with a pencil a lot. So. Yeah, geometry was kind of good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'd never, I would never need to know complementary angles. Uh, maybe if I get into building tables and stuff and chairs, maybe that maybe that'll come around. But as far as proving congruent triangles, never, ever going to never, ever going to come up. This wasn't the situation, but I'm just going to go into total sidebar. Just quick rating, 1 to 10. How much did you like the following math classes? Great. Uh, algebra 1. Uh, like a 9. Algebra 2. Uh, maybe a 6. Calculus. Not sure I ever touched it. If if I did, it's a 1. Uh, trigonometry? I hated that more than any... It, it made me... It made me mad at math when the when basically like numbers disappeared and now we're dealing with like radio waves. Uh, so also a one. Uh, and uh, geometry. I dug geometry, man. Probably a nine as well. I dug geometry. We're we're quite similar. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I, yeah, we're quite similar at least in terms of directionally. What's like, I, an example of something that even happens in calculus? Uh, you do like you you do derivatives. I'm not sure I ever had that because that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I even. Uh, I I don't really remember them either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be totally honest, but it's 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 a it's a forward. You're moving forward from trigonometry into derivatives for calculus. You do like functions and so forth. I kind of was interested in it, but. I mean, I remember when I went to Princeton, I, I walked into a math class. That was a uh, that was a real error. Oh, people were dealing with stuff that I was uh, ill-equipped, you know, because like like a lot of kids, I was good at basic math, right? Like algebra two, I was still good at that. I was good at geometry, but then I was good at the SAT. But once you moved into calculus, I was like, whoa, boy, yeah, start, starting to lose it here, guys. I. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to go through the old, like class names in my head of like, oh, okay. Bio. That was good. I like psych. I think that was useful. 
English, obviously. Latin ended up being amazingly useful as far as vocab vocab goes. Um, Trivia. Yeah. Um, Social studies, I don't know, man. Like, I've never been a fan of history, and I often, unless it's my personal history, don't see the practical value of avoiding like the same mistakes that were, that were made. Like, okay, I can have an understanding of the American revolution and, and why they wanted like religious freedom and, and all of that. But I, I don't know the actual value of knowing that. Um, and unless it makes me more sensitive to people's religious freedom today, but I feel like I would get that through a different, through a different source. I think that would just become from becoming older and, and people are people and stuff. I don't know if, I don't know what American history in all actuality did for me much as far as like social studies and, you know, and the the colonies and stuff. I felt like, especially if you had a good professor in history, I took, I was an English major in college, but I, I took a fair amount of history classes and I thought I would, would have been a history major when I went to college, but I liked English classes way more. But I, what I liked about history for me was always the unpacking of it in the like telling, basically telling stories about the time, like taking all these facts, putting them together to create the narratives to figure out. I mean, it's a lot of what I do as a lawyer is you get like, you know, you get all these facts and you know them, but you have to weave like a narrative out of them. And that narrative needs to be, you know, compelling um, as a lawyer. And, and, and I always thought like, well, once, once history class kind of changed from where you just had to memorize all the facts and, you know, it was like fill in the blank, you know, who was the leader of this from what year to what year. And instead went to like, read these like firsthand accounts that were during Salem and now write you know, and then try to answer this question about him. I always thought that was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I, I like, and, and maybe it's, maybe it's just ignorance of, you know, like mistakes of the, of the past will be repeated and, you know, in the, in the future. But like, I, I don't know if I need, if, if anything in my life is improved by an understanding of the Napoleonic Wars. I, yeah. You know, well, you like, did just sign up for another trigonometry class. You, you bet I did. <laughs> can't make the same mistakes uh, from history then you would have known not to do that buddy i'm sitting around the house with all these problems with all these projects i can't solve until i figure out the cosine (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you don't like you need somebody to cosign your mortgage right (laughs) you should have been in trigonometry class well, Rush, I tried. I tried as I I realized I was doing these these uh, situations for you. I had one that was alphabet, one that was alphabet soup, one that was suit, and so I wanted to come up with one that was specifically alphabet suit. So here's the situation that goes to alphabet suit. Okay. Uh, here's the situation, Rush. You have been appointed judge of conceptual divorce court. Ah, okay. You are told that the alphabet has filed for divorce from numbers and that their shared assets need to be divided. 
Wow. So some alphanumerics, they 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 together have 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 the assets of the alphanumerics. Some alphanumerics are clearly more suited to one or the other. Like the alphabet is going to get the vitamins, even though there's B6 and B12. Alphabet's gonna gonna get all the all the vitamins in the divorce settlement. Numbers are going to get highway exits, even though there are commonly a 10A or a 10B as far as like as far as off ramps go. The numbers are gonna get all that. You will need to determine some of the more complicated shared assets as to who gets exclusive ownership over these other alphanumerics. Okay. All right. I gotta say, I don't I don't like to do this, but I have to say on the record. That is very creative and great. <laughs> well done. Like, what a cool, what a cool idea. Oh, I love it. But, and I, of course, I agree that the vitamins go to the letters. Got it, right? Yeah. Um, what about Rush? Um, they, 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 you know, they, they present mili- military planes. Um, who will get this? Because there's been... B-12s and, you know, B-6s, there's probably in, you know, an A-15 out there, or, you know, I'm probably confusing guns and stuff, but. Yeah, you know, look, I heard, I heard the arguments from both, um, but I I ultimately am going to side with the numerics on that one. Okay. Uh, Partly because of domestic aircraft, uh, I'm always talking about, you know, 747s versus what have you. And they don't always need a letter, although you have your A-19s and other things. But uh, look, it's sad. It's sad when divorces come in front of me because the B-52 is better than the B or the 52 alone, but you guys couldn't resolve your differences. So (laughs) it's going to go to the numerics. Great. Great decision. Um, How about school grades? And the only reason I ask is that sometimes it's, you know, A, B, C, D, but sometimes they'll say 4.0, they have a 3.6. So we're, we're only going to go by ones as, as far as grade and grade point average or whatever, who gets, who gets basically school grades. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. And you know, numerics, you made your case. You talked about, uh, it's, it's a much more, it's, you know, you only have an A plus an A and A minus. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas you have the numerics, you have 10, you've got a 90 all the way through a, a 99 there, a hundred all the way through a 91, I guess there and you, you you know you made your case you, you did a pretty good job arguing it but it, it and it may was, i say and and at the end of the school year salutatory and valedictorian you can't say this this is an a student this is an a student you need a 3.9 grade yeah, point look, average. i've heard i've heard the argument i've given you your chance to to speak Ugh. but uh, I'm, I'm i'm awarding this to uh to the alphabet and there's really no question about it because when you when you think about the basic concept of grades it's an A is the is the A and an F is an F, and that is dominant. This settlement is a travesty. This courtroom is is it's a joke. It's a circus. Yeah. You're gonna need to uh, show your way to the exit. Which, uh, I'm thinking about giving back to the alphabet if you don't keep yourself out of court. All right, I'm on my way out, but not before I walk out with the viruses like R1N1 or COVID-19 or whatever RHN4, uh, who gets, who gets the viruses? I'm going to give them to the, uh, to the alphabet. Okay. I I ultimately think that, uh, uh, you know, the H1N1, things like that aren't, they don't work either way. Like HN won't work. One, one won't work, but I'm thinking about, SARS, I'm thinking about MERS, mm. I'm thinking about COVID, I'm thinking that, you know, those are things where I don't need a number. Uh, and then 
you know, other contagious diseases are, are, are kicking it alpha, alpha only. And we're, we're going to give the viruses to the alphabet. Okay. Um, th- these last two are maybe the most intermingled, perhaps the most difficult assets to, to break up. Okay. Um, spaces on a battleship board. Oh, wow. I mean, these, 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 neither came into the marriage with these previously owned. These were absolutely a product of the marriage itself, you know? So before I ate hit miss, it's, it's, this is a rough one. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I'm going to have to go Solomon and just break the board in half. (laughs) But but how every space is shared, you know, like you can't, you can't even get your side of it. Wow. uh, Look, you can't separate those. Like a a space is, is a, is a letter and a number and that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I'm required to do it, then I, uh, I don't even know. Like you can't be like, you can't play battleship without both. Can you go like a through J and then K through, you know, W along the other side or, or they're both terrible. Think about that. Think if you had, Okay, so you have A through J and K through Z, right? Or A through M. What's the thirteenth letter? M or L? I'm trying to think of how many about how far uh, what a battleship grid is if it's twelve by twelve or ten by well, ten. Let's just say you had half the alphabet. You had A through M, and then you got N through Z. Yep. You got to be like go to space A N A O. I mean, that's terrible. And then the other one just does. I mean, maybe that's better though than. If I got to do one through 12 up top and 13 through 24, and I'm like, space 113? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both terrible. I'll give it to the alphabet. I'm not happy with you guys. You should have been able to settle this, <laughs> this aspect of it. It's ridiculous that you brought it to, to me. And, uh, you know, I, I might just flip a coin. Here's the last one, Rush. Who gets the foodstuffs like A1, V8? Who gets who gets the food? I'm gonna give that to you numbers. Definitely you numbers, but you're getting this one because I think of it like if you're gonna say, give me the you know, I'll say the fifty seven. You know? I mean A one, tough, tough to split apart, but but overall I think I can uh, V eight, <laughs> give me an eight, not a V. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with the numbers. I think you're more likely to abbreviate it with the thing at the end than the thing at the beginning. And uh, uh, you know, numbers uh, you're you're gonna get to take those home with you. Well, uh, neither of them look happy walking out of the courtroom, which makes me think it's I a proper settlement. Yeah, I did a good job. Yeah, it was a good compromise. <laughs> good job, buddy. All right, so TJ, let's come back to where we began. Oh my word! So here's the situation. Yep. We're going to do a a draft, and uh, what we're going to do is we're each going to – this is for all-time baseball players, mm-hmm. and we are going to field a team, okay, that has nine position players start, – uh, I'm sorry, eight position players, starters only. You don't need backups for each position, and then you're going to have five starting pitchers and one reliever, Okay. Five stars. So that's going to be a total of, of uh, if I've counted it right, it should be 14 uh, total players. Okay. All right. right. Yep. Okay. And you're going to have a manager. 
So we're going to have 15 total. So this is an all-time baseball team, eight position players, five starting pitchers, one relief pitcher, and a manager. 15 total. However, we're not going to draft players. We're going to draft initials. So as an example, if you were to pick the initials KG, you would get Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr., and every other baseball player that's ever played that has the initials KG. Okay. So we're going to finish recording this. And before we record our next one, we're going to spend the time to take our initials. Obviously, we're going to have some people in mind, right? When we're <laughs> initial picks. But we're going to take our time and we're going to come back at our next recording and we're going to present our baseball lineups based on our initials. That make sense? Yes. Okay. Now, I have had the opportunity to think about this for a few minutes because I came up with the situation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you first and second pick. I get third and fourth, then you get fifth, I get sixth, you get seventh, I get eighth, all the way up till when you get 19th and I get 20th. Fair enough? Okay. And we're going to do... I'm going to say I'm going to hold you to, and me too, 15 seconds for picks. That seem fair? Okay, buddy. So any baseball player you want, any, but via the initials. It would have been easier with NBA, but you're a big baseball guy, so I thought... <laughs> we'll try. Okay, uh, some of these are just going to be shot. Some of these will be targeted. Some of these will be shots in the dark. Okay. I love that you're going blind on a few of them. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I've already made a mistake by setting that as a timer. Okay, we're just going to try to hold it to 15 seconds. All right, so TJ, first pick is? AG. AG. Yep. Now, that is surprising to me. Who is in mind? Uh, I think I'm going to get a bunch of Gonzalez's to to choose from. I'm also going to get Andres Galarraga. Uh, I think I think it's going to give me I think it's going to give me Garcia's Gonzalez's. Um, I think it's going to give me a lot of a lot of uh, Latino last names. Okay, I like. So you went with like a quantity play right off the gate. Yeah. Right All right. Uh, what uh, what is your second pick? BB. P. I'm sorry. BB. Sorry. Both B's. B Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonilla. Yep. Bob Boone. Uh, others as well. Okay. That was one that I was targeting. So good good pick there. Uh so I'm gonna kick off. I got two picks now, right? Yeah. And I'm gonna start with uh L G. Okay. And I'm gonna follow that up with B R. And I'm assuming, for those purposes, that we're going to go Babe Ruth, not George Herman Ruth. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Lou Gehrig? I got Lou Gehrig and Lefty Grove. Okay. So that is an absolute <laughs> home run uh, letter combo right there. There's probably going to be some more, but I already have an absolute ace starting pitcher and the best first baseman maybe of all time. All right. Uh, man. Okay. Uh... I'll take TC and MM. Ah, damn it. 
really wanted M.M. I could only think of one, but I'm pretty sure there'll be I think, Manny Machado, I guess, but but certainly Mantle. I don't know who else you're going to get for Ty Cobb, but uh, that's interesting. Uh, all right, I'm going to take R.C. Okay. Or a bunch of people I hate. Roger Clinton. <laughs> all right. Number one. Probably my least favorite athlete of all time, but uh, I get Roberto Clemente. I get Roy Campanella. That's a... Nice. The big time, uh, big time initial. Oh boy! Um, and then I'm gonna do. This is a little bit of a gamble. Uh, but I'm gonna go with A R. Okay. I wanted I wanted a BB pretty bad and I wanted MM. So You ready? I'm ready. I'm going to take WM and MR. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Willie Mays which I I I already regret my AR. I was in between AR and WM there. What, uh, what uh, was your? I think I got. On? I think I got a lot of air, uh, room to move with an R last name, but uh, Mariano is going to be closing for us. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured he would be uh, attractive. I was saving that like a kicker in fantasy, where I'm going to. Uh huh. I hear you. Right in, uh, uh, you know, kind of towards the end. Um, all right. So, I am going to go hmm. I'm going to go with RH because they're my initials. And uh, even though this is silly, I'm going to go with GM to make sure I get my favorite player. Okay. <laughs> you get Maddox? Yeah. And what was the one before GM? RH, my initials. RH. Oh, okay, gotcha. Got Rogers Hornsby. Got a couple others, but I locked down a. I'm I'm now locked down a solid infield. Yeah, I hear you. Um. All right, I'm just gonna shoot blind. I know I'll get Rod Carew with this, but I think I can find some other RC players. Okay. And man, I took RC, my friend. What's Roger Clemente, Roberto Clemente. Oh, sorry. Right, you got it. Sorry, sorry. Oh, you got Rod Carew. There you go. Yeah. I'm 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 trying to find a better another reason to take TW because I I want Ted Williams on this on this team, but I cannot come up other than Tony Womack with another another uh, another TW. I don't even know what I need right now. I think I probably need more pitching. Um. Uh, let's see. I can get Walter Johnson. I can get, um, oh, all right. I've been, I've been, I didn't know what else I would do with this. I'm going to take PM and I'm going to take, Ooh, TG solves two of my problems with Tony Gwynn and Tom Glavin. Yeah. 
that's a solid that's a solid one for sure. Uh, by the way, uh, RH also got me Ricky Henderson. Oh, fine, fine, Greg. Uh, that was a. I didn't even think about that. That's a bit of a steal there. Uh, I'm going to take um, TW because I feel like my team's strong already, and I can you know <laughs> can't be hurt by adding uh, adding him. <laughs> ah, you know what I really need. I really need a uh, center fielder. You took freaking Willie Mays. You took basically all of them. <laughs> I'm not even sure what I what I need. Oh my goodness! I mean, I'm running out of time, so I I also got Tiger Woods with my, my <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I think. I mean, call me crazy, but I, I think I'm going to go with MT. Okay. A little bit of the modern game, but I think this guy is about as good as there's ever been. Okay. Um, I'm going to take one of them is going to be RJ. Yep. And um, I just want some room to move on this other one. Popular last name. A lot of Joneses, Jacksons, Washingtons. There's a lot of. Uh, I'm gonna. Um. What what do I have for time wise? Ah, you're good. Uh, so you took Trout. Um. Good. Yeah. Uh. Frank Robinson. That's too. I'm just, uh, you know what? I'm just going to throw two letters. Maybe I can find somebody. I'll take uh, AJ. AJ, okay. And do you want, um, you want, you, you want to take your 10th pick or you want to wait a minute? And I'll take one and then you can. I think I have my 10th. I also took RJ there. Oh, I missed RJ. Sorry. Yeah, Randy Johnson. That's a big pickup. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take AP. I'll take Pujols. Yeah, so you're dropping the AJ. Yep. Okay. So you got AP. So uh, I got I got two picks here. Hmm. I know I I, I know I got to go with. Uh, CM because I just feel like I'll get multiple people, but I, Christy Matthewson rounds out the starting pitchers really well. Uh, okay. So, I mean, you got the MR, which I was hoping would slip to me uh, later because he's obviously the best reliever. Um, interesting. Anyway, I wonder if I could take like a Red Sox reliever and then trade him to you. <laughs> you can take Flash Gordon. You can take uh, uh, Craig. De out there, you know you're not getting <laughs> Dennis Eckersley. Uh, you know from it, I get Dennis Eckersley, Dwight Evans, and Daryl Evans all with that with that one. Yeah. Oh man, he's basically the entire Red Sox. <laughs> uh, 
This is tough. How about LS? That's probably you get like Lee Smith, you get uh, Lonnie Smith. <laughs> I think I, I mean I think it's like I'm just gonna drop a hard, you know, TH and just take Hoffman. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hard. That's that's where I'm leaning. And so, ah, the heck with it. I'll do TH. All right. I'm sorry. What was the one before TH? Just so I have yours. Yeah. CM. CM, okay. Because that got me Connie Mack in addition to Christy Matthewson. Oh, right. I forgot we need a manager. All right. So you have your your 10. I have my 10. Uh, you know, why don't we, uh, even though I said we wouldn't have to do this, and we'll judge it mostly on, this, on the or starting lineup, but, you know, uh, come in with a, <laughs> uh, a, full, a full starting eight. Give yourself uh, five. You know, bench hitters, give yourself five uh, starting pitchers and a key reliever and uh, a manager, and we'll come back later and decide who has the better team. All right. <laughs> uh, I hope that was fun for you. Have to be, you have to be a pretty a pretty deep baseball fan to have enjoyed that, that mental process right there. <laughs> alphabet, alphabet suit, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, and also, I don't think we said it last week. We hope you're all healthy and well and uh, dealing with this because uh, this is uh, mentally taxing um, with sure. with this anxiety hanging over. So thanks for. We hope we gave you a, give you an hour to to do something else and think about something else. And, and I I did want to say for uh, listeners that are basketball fans, I'll throw out a little challenge, which is. You can only pick three sets of initials, and MJ is not allowed. <laughs> okay? Only three sets of initials. Give me your best five-man starting lineup basketball team, and uh, you know, send us a tweet or something on that. See who comes up with the best five-man basketball team with only three sets of initials. Uh, so yeah, have at have at that. You can find us on on Twitter. I think at TJ and and Rush. You can also find us wherever through here's the situation um, as as well. So thanks to Nate DeFort who does our producing, Julie Nichols who did the music, Emily Cardamus who did our uh, our artwork. You can find us. Oh, if you want to, sorry, email us. That's here's the situation podcast at uh, at Gmail. And uh, bear with us. I'm not sure how many of these we'll have to do this way, but probably a few more. Eh, Rush. Yeah, probably. So, so yeah. Thanks. Stay safe, everybody.